It's the Alexandra and Friends podcast, and we're covering the everyday issues of life, health, and wealth. And as always, we have a great panel of experts with us. Here is your host, Alexandra Fincher. Hey, everyone. This is Jose Gillian, the owner of All House Barbecue, located in Louisville and Carrollton. You can find us at allhousebbq.com, and we are the proud new sponsor of Alexandra and Friends. Come and see us. Good evening. Welcome to Alexandra Friends 660 The Answer. This is Alexandra. Welcome you to like every Saturday night to our show. Thank you for taking your time to listen. We have a great evening this evening. Courtney is here and so is Billy Tatum. And Hello. we have an amazing guest. And But let's take a minute before we do anything and welcome you to the show. And let's welcome our children from the Clark family to do their usual Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. So this show is brought to you every Saturday night by Miller Title, Roberto Perez. Our podcast is brought to you by Old House Barbecue Old with House Mr. Bar- Gillen. Good evening, Mr. Hello. Billy Tatum. Hello. How are you? Hello, I'm good. Courtney. Everybody still busy? Always, uh, yes, yeah. always busy. Are you guys busy? Yeah, I don't know. I don't have time to come here, but thank God we do. I know. Yeah. Need oh the my break. gosh! Well, thank you for uh, listeners because Billy Tatum's here. Thank That's you. not what I was saying. It's just like so busy. Wow. Everything's so busy. You got to prioritize, Billy. You got to prioritize. I did. I came here, didn't I? You did. Well, he's. I mean, it's been a little, a little sporadic. Snappy there. He, he is. is. He is. What's, what's going on? Well, he has. Uh-uh. He I has brought the guests this evening, so oh, maybe yeah. he's trying oh, wait, to pop no, out no, a little bit. They're saying who that. Who is the guest, by the way? Uh, uh, Mr. Chris Bailey. Bailey. Oh wow! From Structured Foundations, co-worker of mine, but he also does other amazing things, and I thought he should be heard. And I want to ask you: He is very tall. Did he used to play basketball? I don't know. We'll have to ask. We'll him. ask him. <laughs> well, we introduce our guest so he can come on board and talk with us. Well, we have Chris Bailey from Structured Foundation. Um, Chris, hello. Welcome. Thanks. Um, how we usually do this is we just start out with, tell us a little bit of your story. Where were you born, raised? How'd you end up where we're at now with work and this other <clears throat> charity that you do? So I was born in Arlington, born and raised, lived in Arlington basically all my life. Uh, my dad was a doctor in Arlington. Um and uh, I've lived all over Arlington. We we moved around a little bit. Um, I went to Martin High School, class of 1985. And really, that that's a that's about that's I, it on the life, huh? Yeah, it's pretty boring. <laughs> then you got married eventually. And- uh, I got married. I'm married to Wendy Bailey. We've been together for almost 30 years. That's awesome. Um, and uh, we now live in Trophy Club. Been there for 17 years. Yeah, what's she do? She's a real estate agent. Okay. Yeah. Who does she and work for? Uh, she works for All City Realty. Um, they're kind of a they're a smaller smaller group, uh, but she worked for a larger group, and then they sold out to somebody even larger, and she she decided to to go smaller. Yeah, and I know she works hard because she's my agent. And when Very I bought good. my house a few years ago, she was on it, on it, on it. No, well, be no sure page unturned. Give her name and her and who does she work for? Her phone number, so maybe she can get some calls from our show. Absolutely. Yeah. After you met your wife, how did you end up working at Structured? Uh, well, I actually knew the owner, Tom Kidd. Okay. Um, as well as the operations manager, Heidi Morrison, and Tom was working for another company. Actually, both of them were working for another company at the time, and I was working as a headhunter for engineers. And I said, "Hey, I'm 
really don't enjoy my job, but I really like, uh, I've known Tom for years and, and I've always uh, respected Tom and said, you know, I, I'd like to work for you. I don't, it doesn't matter what you're, where you're at, what you're doing. I'd like to work for you. And he said, uh, not here, not with this company. There's some things going on that I don't care for. I'm going to be starting my own company soon. Mm-hmm. And he started his own company about a month later, Structured Foundation Repairs. Uh, and I was the first uh, estimator that he hired, mm-hmm. structural analyst. And I've been with him for 18 years. Yeah. Almost 19. Yeah. It's, it's an easy place to stay, isn't it? It, yeah. Once yeah. you once you go to Structured, you don't leave. Nobody leaves. Well, but I, I guess I don't understand. You go from headhunting to foundation analytics and how does that happen? How do you learn that? And, uh, well, the owner of our company is an engineer Mm -hmm. from Texas A&M has an engineering degree and I rode with him for about six months. Um, really and truly what we do is not terribly difficult, but there's a certain mentality, a certain person that can do what we do. And that person's not super easy to find. Yes. Luckily I, I had that kind of a engineering brain, Mm -hmm. Uh, but it could also talk to people. Some people that, that can do sales don't think like engineers, and, and people that think like engineers. Yes. Can't, That's me. Can't, can't speak I to do people. not have an analytical mind. I yeah. don't like but I don't you can like sell, the, right? Yeah, I mean, I think that that's, but you have a lot of people that are very analytical and like their spreadsheets and their data, and you try to put them in front of a group of people or mm-hmm. try to have them explain that. It makes it that's very difficult for them. Yeah. So you're right. I, I agree with that's that. That's who we're looking for. Right. Yeah. That's, it's hard to find around mm-hmm. here. Yeah. We had, we had one guy that we tried to train. He was an electrical engineer, really smart guy and really nice guy. Uh, he just couldn't figure out how, what, how, yeah. what we do. Right. Yeah. And everybody we've ever hired, you know, they train with everybody, me, Chris, and a few other guys. And I like all of them, but some of them I just know. I'm like, oh man, I'm so sorry. I just don't think this is going to work. Yeah. Isn't that funny that you can recognize that pretty yeah, much pretty off much. the bat? I, I mean, mean, you can have a 10 minute conversation with somebody and go, okay, I think you could sell. Right. Let's see if you can fix the house too. Yeah. And that's the next part is figuring mm-hmm. out if they can do that. But So at Structure Foundation, somebody would call you guys if they saw cracks up the walls or buckling within the floors or doors aren't shutting properly. Is that right? You, exactly. Okay. Spot on. Yeah. So and, basically, you, you do the same thing Billy does or you're in a different department. Oh, Billy and I do the same thing. Um, uh, Billy and I've worked together for, I don't know how many years now since Oh nine. Yeah. Um, but yes, we do the same thing. Very yeah. good. Who does it better? Me. Is this true? Let's pull up your sales report. Let me see. No. Hey, if y'all want to know, just call the office and ask for their best rep. Tell them you have the most complicated repair on the planet and just call up there and say, Can hey, we do I need that right now? Guy. Yes. Billy, Can we call them? I need yes. Let's guy. call them and see what they you, say. I will tell you right now, Billy outsells me. Billy will answer the phone. <laughs> no, when you call, this is what happens. When you call, you call the office because I do that all the time. And I say, I want Billy to take a look at a house for me. Billy who? Billy Tatum. Oh, well, let me call the, let's, let me send you to the back office so they can set up an appointment for you. And then when you call the, the lady. Billy who? <laughs> Billy. So when you call, when the lady answers, I'm going her name, she says, well, let me look at the schedule. He's so busy all the time. He has such a big schedule. This is Alexandra. I want him to come like in the next 10, 20 minutes. Yeah, I get calls about you. We're, we're always busy. Just to kind of give you an idea, when in the busy season, which is the end of the summer, is the busiest time for us. We may set 100 to 120 appointments in one day. In a day. What? Yeah. Yes. And that means... How, spread out amongst how many reps? 13. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Are you all in Dallas? All Dallas County, anywhere, County? Anywhere within 100 miles of our office in Euless. Yeah. 
all the way up to Oklahoma border, down to wow. Waco, Corsicana, Greenville, big circle, Weatherford. That's, yeah. that's very, very, very impressive. Yeah, I thought it was just Dallas and Terry. We've, no. we've got about 170 employees total. Yes. Well, you have a very nice boss. Absolutely. I know him, Tom. He's a very wonderful person to work with. and he a is. very um He's generous. Very generous. And he's a Aggie. Woo-hoo. Yes. Forgot about that. <laughs> and he has integrity. He does. They do. And that's something that I've seen with the structure guys that I've worked with. Integrity is so important. Mm -hmm. I I trust Tom. You know, you go to other companies and the owners try to sell you how good that company is to you. And then you start working for them. You're like, this isn't what I thought. And it's not like that. And it rubs off on the people because that's how I made Billy. Yes. Because integrity. Integrity was, that's the situation that happened. That's how I've been with Billy for all these years. Because he told me this house does not need to work. And we had a list of three or four. And they, I, the one was like $8,000. The other one was like twenty. There was nothing And you didn't more. need any of that. Nothing. Yeah. It was a leak in the, in the, sewer, in system. the sewer system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was seven so years ago. So we appreciate that. So we, you tell Tom this show was not about him today, but we gave him a lot of credit for everything. <laughs> he he needs to come it. and advertise with us. He deserves Alexandre it. AlexandreandFriends.com. All, right. <laughs> All right, Chris. So uh, structured. You know, mediocre employee. I get it. Um, just kidding. Um, I'm right in the middle. I'll, I'll tell you that. <laughs> just kidding. Chris does more roles than he does different roles. I do a lot of roles. He has a lot of roles, mm-hmm. too. So but different. Um, tell us a little bit about what started this. And tell us about your charity and how did it kick off? I mean, it's a good story. I really want you to tell it. So I've I've always been the guy that I, I like to help people that are less fortunate. Everybody love everybody just started, you know, six or seven years ago. Um, but it's been longer than that. You've been doing, this. Well, I've been, you know, I've been playing Santa Claus and taking to, uh, toys to the kids in government housing for 19 years. Now. There you go. Uh, I mean, I was the little kid that would go door to door and collecting money for Jerry's kids when I was little knocking, awesome. I would go knock on people's doors, stranger stores, Just I'd, cold calling. Yep. <laughs> uh, so I've always liked, you know, I've always wanted to help people that are less fortunate. The everybody love everybody, uh, group started, when the police officers were shot in downtown Dallas. Mm-hmm. I was uh, sitting on the couch watching the Ranger game and starting to see things on my Facebook feed and um, figured out what was going on and didn't like the things I was seeing immediately, you know, and I, I posted on Facebook when I saw that, I posted everybody love everybody. And I, within 30 seconds, a friend of mine said, that's impossible. And I, that just kind of crushed me. Um, and... I actually ended up, I saw so many hateful posts that night. I ended up deleting my Facebook account. Yeah. And the next day I was going to work. I was, I was listening to the radio, listening. They were, they were talking about the shootings and I was crying. I'm not a cry baby, but I was crying yeah. and I wanted to do something. I didn't know what it was going to be. I was just trying to think of, you know, what's the opposite of hate. Uh, <clears throat> that day. My my day finished about two miles from downtown Dallas. And as you know, mm. we're not around the downtown area very much. No. That, that's really, like really down unusual. in the buildings now. Like, yes. Yeah. I, and I was two miles away from there at the most, maybe mm-hmm. not even that far. And, you know, I, I guess take that as some sort of sign. Uh, I went to a Walmart right there on 75, just north of downtown. I bought a poster board and a Sharpie marker, and I made a big sign, two foot by three foot sign that said, everybody love everybody. Uh, I wasn't sure what I was going to do with that just yet, but I went down to the area where the shootings happened and I, uh, I, I got out of my truck and reluctantly, I didn't know how this was going to be received, but I, I got out of my truck and went walking around downtown Dallas where the shootings happened with my sign. Yeah. 
And I just, I liked the response that I got. I got high fives. I got hugs. I got honks, waves, um, newspapers. You know, people wanted to ask me questions, people taking pictures. And uh, it was cool. I spent about two hours down there. It seemed like I was there for 15 minutes and I was there for two hours. Because you enjoyed it. I did. I, yeah. I just really had a good experience. Um, the next day, I, it felt so great. I wanted to tell everybody about it, but I, I deleted my Facebook account. So, I had to open my Facebook account back up, and I told the little story about, you know, what happened. I got a message from an old boss of mine uh, out in Atlanta, and he says, you should Google Everybody Love Everybody Bailey. And I said, why? He goes, just do it. And I did that, and my picture came up. Oh, I remember that. That news AP photo. Yeah, right? it was. Yeah. It was the my, the picture was picked up by the Associated Press and went in, like, every paper in the country. Yes. And when you Googled Everybody Love Everybody Bailey, like the first five pages of Google yeah. were my picture. I do remember that. So that, that kind of kicked that off. Um, and you created the Facebook group? I created a Facebook group. Uh, you know, I just wanted to, to I, I, my first thought was I could, this could be 15 minutes of fame or let's see if we can do something with this. Yeah. Use that energy. Yeah. Yeah. Billy is really getting excited because he brought a guest this evening that works for Structure Foundation and has a great story. So I'm going to say uh, Chris Bailey uh, you're an amazing gentleman, and I'm so proud of you to, for you to come in and do something that was different on a day that it was a very difficult day for our citizens of Dallas and for the families of the police officers that were killed. So this story keeps on giving us. So I'm going to take give it back to Billy. And Billy, yeah. give well, him uh, all the questions that you know all about him because he works with you. Well, we got to um, get to this part where did it take off? Was he able to do something right. with this this positivity? And what what is the return on the investment of this yeah. of this organization? That's very important. So eventually, I remember Chris getting an invitation from you like the next day uh, to join this Facebook group. Everybody love everybody. Tell us about yeah. that. Well, I only sent out a few invitations. Most of the people that have, are in the group joined organically. Um, but so I started this group because I wanted to spread some more love you know there was enough hate going on um and, and I, I didn't see a light at the end of the tunnel it was just it was bad um so i started this group where um we would only post positive things we don't talk politics we don't post cheesy memes you know we, mm-hmm. we just we we help other people and we post about it to show other people how to help other people um so i started this group <clears throat> And it started growing really quick, like in hours. Yes. And I remember I woke up the next morning and we had 1,100 members or 1,500 members or something like that. And I told my wife, I said, this is crazy. Yeah, I remember that. And I think by the end of the first day, by the end of the first day, we had 5,000 members. Um, It's grown. It's been as high as 70,000. But Facebook made some changes and they, they, they deleted people that didn't participate people that didn't sign themselves at one point it was about 70,000 and then Facebook made some changes we're, we're at 41,000 members now and why is that uh, what did they well they got rid of the people that didn't sign themselves up for the group and that didn't participate in the group gotcha that makes uh, sense and so I want people to participate and when I say participate first off I mean I like the people that just that get on and comment and, and and post but I really want people to get off the couch and go do something yeah um you're we, really trying to create change here. Yeah. Uh, I really want people, you know, are, are you the person that walks past someone that needs help and says, man, I really hope someone helps them. Or are you the person that helps them? Yeah. And I want people to stop and, and help people that need help. Uh, so we've used the group to do quite a few things. Um, 
We just we did our sleeping bag drive in January. That's uh, the fifth year we've done the sleeping bag drive. And in 35 days, we collected and delivered uh, 1,850 sleeping bags, all brand new from an Amazon wish list. Uh, they get shipped to me, and we load up the trailer and deliver them and hand them out. Straight and do to you need that more need than them. that? Uh, not not right now. Next January, we will. We start the we start on December 26th, and we collect through January 31st. Yeah. How many, What's your goal on that number of sleeping bags? Because uh, that's an easy way for everyone to throw I'd, 30 bucks at you. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to hit 2,000. We haven't done that yet. Um, this year, we did eight, 1850 with zero news coverage. Last year, we did 1960, but we were also on all the news networks. Okay. So it was a little bigger last year. Yeah. Uh, we also collect socks in October. Uh, last year we collect six, collected 6,500 pairs of brand new socks for the homeless. Wow. Uh, we hand them out on the streets and we also give them to the shelters. Um, we do a diaper drive in July for the Hope Supply Company. Hope Supply Company supplies um, needs to fam- homeless families all over the Metroplex. If you've, if you've never been involved with Hope Supply Company, they're a wonderful organization. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we do, let's see, you know, I, I hand out food down there a lot and I'll go to, uh, you know, buy pizzas or tacos or whatever and go hand stuff out on, down on the streets. Yeah. So now I'm going to ask a question because we did this many years ago. Uh, we started the family shelter with, uh, Annette Strauss, who was the mayor at that time back here. Do you ever discuss, because I do it in, in Carrollton and in Farmer's Branch with the homeless people we have there. Do you ever discuss since you have this many people in your Facebook about maybe starting a, a organization on helping those people to get, instead of feeding them, maybe help them to get housing, get, uh, It'll never happen. Never happen. No. Okay. So food and things like this, when you give them these things, how do you, when you're saying you want people to get off their couch, how do you get the feedback that they're doing something? Uh, they post on the Everybody Love Everybody group page. I see. Um, I, I realize that it said that, that the Bible says when you're doing charity work, you're not supposed to tell anybody that the Bible came out before social media. Um, it's, <laughs> well, my, you, you, it's good if everybody reads it, right? Uh, That's yeah, another thing, well, right? I'm not looking for credit myself, but right. I'm looking to show people how easy it is. I don't pay for sleeping bags. All right. I, I get to do the fun part. I get to deliver them. They, mm-hmm. they deliver to my house, and I get to, to unbox them and, and take right. them and deliver them. Right, right. So before... Uh, I, I'll give you a perfect example. We do a, a toy drive. I, I deliver toys. I dress up as Santa Claus and deliver toys to the kids in government housing. I've been doing that now for 19 years. Mm-hmm. The first year I did it, it was just me with one trunk full of my kids' old toys. There, there was nothing wrong with them. Nope. So I didn't want to throw them away. So I drove over to the housing projects in Fort Worth and I opened my trunk. Again, didn't know how I was going to be received. So I was a little concerned, but I opened my trunk and the kids came out like flies at a picnic. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the kids were happy and the parents were happy. And I said, you know what? This is really easy. I can just do this every year. So every year I would take my kids' old toys. I would take my kids' old toys to uh, the housing projects. Mm-hmm. Well, when social media came out, I told my friends what I was doing and I asked them if they had any toys. And they said, you know, we, we do. We, and we have toys, but we'd really like to go with you. I said, oh, all right. So we created an event and we made this a, a bigger deal. Um, without going on social media and telling people what we were doing, I would still be delivering one trunk, one trunk full of toys. Mm-hmm. Now we deliver two 26 foot long U-Hauls every year, one all bicycles and one all toys. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Uh, last year we provided Christmas to a complex in South Fort Worth that has 800 kids in government housing and refugees from other countries. 
these kids don't get Christmas if we don't show up. And by by posting it and letting people know, showing people what we're doing, we can do more. That's awesome. That is a wonderful. I'm, I'm showing everybody in the room, Chris, yes. real quick with a picture of you standing in front of all your sleeping bags with your son. That oh. one big year. Is that on, on Facebook? This is all on the Facebook Okay, page. and that's everybody love. Everybody love, love everybody, everybody on Facebook. And you just joined yeah. the group. You just joined, joined the group. Oh, you joined the be group. Be active. Okay. And, be active. And, so and we will very, post this on our on Alexander and Friends so that people will see it. Perfect. And, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm very uh, on top of the group also. You won't get on the group and see things that... Um, it shouldn't be in there. Every post has to be approved by an admin. Um, there's three admins, myself, my friend Jackie, and Billy's wife, uh, Ashley. Um, so if you try to post something where you're, um, you know, that's a scam or anything like that, it, it, it doesn't get And you also don't do the GoFundMe stuff. No GoFundMe's allowed yeah. because I can't verify all of them. Exactly. I don't even do my own. When I, I The only time I ever collect money uh, is with uh, for my for the toy drive, the Christmas, the sleeping stuff. bags, and all that—that that comes through through an Amazon wish list. The the Christmas stuff, we actually raise money to buy toys, and um, but I don't even post my GoFundMe on my own GoFundMe that I'm verified. I know exactly where all this money's mm-hmm. going. Mm-hmm. I don't even post my own GoFundMe on the Everybody Love Everybody page. Yeah, uh, I'm a rule follower. You got it. You could get carried away with that. The members of the group passing by and creating a GoFundMe for each person they want to help. And well, that gets I, out of hand. You know, I also thought that if if everybody every time you logged into the Everybody Love Everybody group, all you saw was people asking for money, people would quit signing on and looking yep, at it. Exactly. I would. Right. So I eliminated that. Well, you've maintained 40,000 people all this time, so yeah. I guess it's working. So, Chris, I want to ask you, how do you find, so do you go up and down the streets and find the homeless, or, or is there a place where you meet them, or do you go to the shelter? How do you do All of this? the above. Um, there's, there's a lot of places where, the places close to the shelters uh-huh. or where they hang out, because they yeah. have to leave usually, uh, you know, six thirty, seven o'clock in the morning, they have to leave the shelters. And go find jobs, and, right? No. No. Just, okay. These people aren't going to work, uh-huh. that, and and I'm not. No, no, no. I understand. I'm not I just, trying to. I'm not trying no. to. I'm not trying to fix them. I'm just trying to make today a little yeah. better than yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Um, because and, usually, and I, I, they, you, yeah. I hear people all the time say, "Well, why don't we get them a job?" And they get a job at McDonald's. No, they can't. They're mentally ill. They're not. not all they're of not them. dressed appropriately. They're not clean, and no one's going to hire these folks. Unfortunately, they're yeah. they're nice people, but they're not going to get hired. Yeah. Um, when when I go down to. Uh, to Lancaster and Fort Worth, mm-hmm. there's if on a nice day when the weather's nice, mm-hmm. meaning they're they're outside not taking right, cover. Right. Um, there'll be five or six hundred homeless folks down there, all in that one place. In that one place, one time. yeah. And you motivated me and my family too. One time I asked them, "Do you guys want to go bowling? You want to go make a hundred lunches and hand them out?" Yeah. And they all said, "Oh no, we'll go hand out the lunches." Are you going to be turning this into a five hundred one c eventually? No, I already have a full-time job, and it works the way I'm doing it. I tried to do a 501c3 years ago, and I applied with the state comptroller, and I got inundated with all kinds of e- with all kinds of emails and snail mails, and I wasn't I can't tell what's what's fraudulent and people just trying to get money out of me, and so I just I gave up. I, oh, I, I'm just, I thought you carried that through all the way. I did not. I did not. Okay. Um, just because it's, I I would have to. Um, it's just it, it's too much work, and I have a full-time job that I love. Yeah. That's good because you're not trying to make money from this. It's a hundred percent of donations, donations go to the benefit. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, right. we're going to take just a little break here, at, uh, um, so that we can announce our Miller title. Uh, Mr. Roberto Perez is our sponsor, and so is Old House Barbecue, Mr. Jose Guillen.
We also have all of our podcasts from our previous episodes loaded on our website, alexanderandfriends.com. Those are sponsored by Old House Barbecue, Jose Guillen. And we are here tonight with Mr. Chris Bailey. He is the founder of Everybody Love Everybody. It's an amazing story. You can check out his Facebook on his Facebook page, Everybody Love Everybody. There's 41,000 people in there. If you want to get involved and want to do good, join, be inspired, and get off the couch and do something for somebody that's less fortunate than you. Amen. Yes. yes. All right, Mr. Bailey. So question for you. You're a pretty big man. Yes. You said you're tall. Six. Tall. Um, not big. I'm, tall. I'm, I'm uh, he, he's I'll pretty go. big man. Nah, he's he's pretty big man. 6'4", 290. That's a big man. That's still. Uh, so we're talking. So what we're saying that oh, you're going to go for a t- tummy tuck. Right? I am going to go for a tummy tuck. <laughs> I thought yes. this would be. Kind I'm of a big fun. girl. <laughs> <laughs> but um, can't wait co- when you come back. I know. I'm going to show all the pictures. I'm actually going to blog about it. I started an Instagram. I'm going to be that person. Because Are we I doing find TikTok? Every- That's fun. Maybe we can do TikTok. I need to figure out how to use all of that. But anyways, <laughs> not about me. More about Chris. So you said every year in March you stop shaving? I do. On my and, birthday, March 12th, I stop shaving. Oh, okay. Well, well happy late birthday. Thank you. Happy. And you grow this out for what? Uh, I dress up as Santa Claus and I deliver toys to the kids in government housing. Awesome. Um, there's a complex in South Fort Worth. They, they shut down all the, the housing projects in Fort Worth uh, a couple of years ago. And we found another complex in South Fort Worth that has about 800 children living there. And it's all government housing and refugees from other countries. Why did they shut the other ones down? Um, the city, the story I got is the city of Fort Worth does not want to be in the government housing business. I don't blame them. Um, there's also the one of the complexes uh, was right off of downtown Fort Worth and it's prime real estate. And it was really kind of nasty. It yeah. needed to go. It was time. And then these, the children that are refugees <clears throat> Where are they coming from? Is uh, there all a over primary? The, uh, Afghanistan, um, from uh, uh, Africa. They're, they're, they're from all over. And what's their reaction when you show up dressed as Santa? It's awesome. It's, yeah. it's, it is fun. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, their reaction. I'm kind, of, I'm kind of selfish. I'm kind of wrapped up in me. And my reaction is I, I, I love it. I, I do this. I do all this stuff for me because it mm-hmm. makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. It's um, like that suit for the soul book stuff. Yeah, I mean, it, it's... the. I get the kids come out of their shell. Uh, I, I'll tell you a real quick story. And this doesn't. I was you got dressed, time. It doesn't need to be quick. Okay. Let's hear it. I was dressed up as Santa Claus this year in my own town in, in Trophy Club. I played uh, Santa Claus for the big town function, and they brought me to this function on a on a fire truck, and they they did it upright. They had I had like security escorting me to the Santa chair That's where the so pictures awesome. were going to be taken. Well, I got stopped. My my wife said, "Santa, turn around," and I. Is your wife Mrs. Claus? She is. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> she said, Santa, turn around. And I turned around and there was a little boy handing me his letter. And I said, oh, is it? And I say little boy. He was 11 or 12. And I said, um, I said, oh, is this your, 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 list, your list to Santa, your letter to Santa? And his dad says, this is Liam. He's nonverbal. He's autistic. He doesn't, you know, he, he doesn't speak. And I said, oh, I, I'm, I'm already tearing up um, at the time. And I said, can I give him a hug? And he says, yeah, he's fine with that. So I gave Liam a hug and took his letter and I'm going to start crying now. Um, I, uh, I took his letter and turned to walk off. I, I turned to walk off and Liam yelled Santa. Oof. <sighs> Oof. That's, I mean, that's, you really looked the role though. That's, that's <laughs> how 
I mean, to give you any idea how I feel when when stuff like that happens, and, and these these kids, they love Santa Claus. You forget um, the magic of believing in that man. Yeah, it's fantastic. And these kids, they've never they've never been to the mall to get Santa pictures. Um, they've they've never, you know, when I was a kid, we woke up and ran down the stairs, and it was pandemonium, and we got to tear open presents. And these kids have never done that. Um, we get to bring that to them. So that's good. That's a very, very special. The day we deliver the day we deliver the toys is my favorite day of the year. We haven't cried in a while. I know. Oh, I know. Well, you've cried every week, <laughs> but have. I haven't cried in a while. That was a good one. So, what kind of gifts are you getting the kids? And and I think we kind of touched upon this, but I mean, are we doing socks and underwear? Or we get to do no, toys and stuff. No, cool no, stuff. socks and underwear is not Christmas. Okay. Um, I I remember, remember when you were a little kid and you would open a box of, of socks or underwear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was not fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want these kids to have fun. And matter as a matter of fact, I tell when we're collecting donations, I tell people, I say, no clothes. Unless it's a cool, you know, cowboy jersey mm-hmm. or something like that. No clothing. Uh, we do. We have one 26 foot long U-Haul that's all bicycles. And then the, the other 26 foot long U-Haul is all toys. And it's, you know, scooters and basketballs, baseballs, fishing poles. Very you good. know, I mean, just all kind all kinds of toys. Neat. That yeah. is a great, it, it's from it's the heart also, fulfilling. and you do very fulfilling, yes. It very, is. Very, very well. We thank you for doing that. I thank the children. We've had the most amazing people here because we have Carolyn Benavides. She yes. opens her restaurant for all the homeless. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she's, by the way, this year they serve 5,487. Wow. That's awesome. Nice. So, That's every, you know, when you do that, it is so, so caring. The only thing I always say that, Giving is wonderful, but we want to make sure those that you give to pass it on. And that's, and that's what I was going to ask you. So have, do you have any stories where you've now been doing this six years? Do you have any kids that have come to you mm-hmm. remembering what you did for them? Did have for they them? tried to get involved well, he, with the organization now that they're older? On that, he, has, he also does other things, helping families get apartments and furnish them. So oh, really? Yeah, her, when I, yeah, that would be. Yeah, a, the answer to your question is is yes. I, I There's families that I keep up with that I meet every year mm-hmm, when I do mm-hmm. Santa Claus and and. Um, I'm still in touch with them, watching the kids grow up. Um, I've got a picture of me with baby Eli when he was four days old, and I've got a picture of me and baby Eli a, few, a couple of years ago when he was three. Awesome. Um, I, I, I keep up with them. Uh, when I'm down handing stuff out on the streets, I, sometimes I'll meet somebody that says, hey, you know, we're, we're about to get off the street, and we don't have anything. Well, of course you don't. You know, Everything you own, you have to carry with you. That's why we give out backpacks and rolling suitcases a lot. They need yeah. those. Uh, but I'll meet someone that says, hey, I'm about to get off the street and we're getting an apartment. And we don't own anything. So we, I go back to my my uh, my hometown, Trophy Club, and post on the Trophy Club Facebook pages. Um, you know, we're furnishing an apartment for Espy or, or, you know, Wanda. Wanda needs everything. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have a couch. She doesn't have a bed. She doesn't have a TV. Mm-hmm. And we end up furnishing their entire, depart- uh, entire apartment in about 72 hours. With may, everything they almost need. every time he asks. May I ask you a question? Do sure. you ever uh, visit? Uh, is in Fort? You're saying you're. This is Fort Worth, Tarrant County. Mostly. Do they have like a like um, Rotarians and um, le- all different organizations that can come together with you to formulate? Because we do here in Dallas. I just wonder. We have fa- uh, Jewish Family Services. Has if whenever you need things like that, you can re- request things like, like this. I um, absolutely. There's a couple things. First off, 
I've destroyed my back and my shoulders and my doing, knees uh-huh, doing moving, all this. moving people in. Mm-hmm. I don't do as much of that anymore unless somebody just really tugs at my heartstrings. I've also found out that Union Gospel Mission, does, that is correct. they yeah. do that too. Yes. So now I say, if people call me and say, hey, I've got a couch. You need a couch? Mm-hmm. No, but you can take it to Union. Union Gospel Mission will even come to your house and pick they it do. up. Oh, nice. I donated yeah. everything in my home to and Union. They, I've done it for years and years. That's why I'm <laughs> thinking here, you're doing this when there's organizations there that you can Actually, called they'll come and help them move, yeah. and also uh, Union Gospel because we give a lot of clothing to there. I do a lot of clothing. Yeah. They have interview. They get them dress up for their interviews and yes. things like this because that's what I do. UGM I, is fantastic. Yes, yeah, yes, yes, yes. So this is some of the things that I do. I like to give you, but I like for you to be able to get yourself ready for the next for for the next adventure. Because if you don't if you don't show them how to get there, then they continue being where they are. So the union is one, of, and they have a great um, opportunities. You have the Salvation Army. You have all this, so right. they come together because I know that you're by yourself, and if you're just alone trying to get all these things done, it's it's very tough. Um, I, I have a lot of help from my community. Mm-hmm. Uh, my son, who's away at college now, when he's in town, he he's able to help me Good. do these things. Good. Um, and, you know, my kids are involved. My daughter can't wait to take over the toy drive. Very good. <laughs> yeah, I was well, showing her picture here. <laughs> your pictures, your your Facebook is amazing, and we're going to post all those that information on our Facebook. I have questions. Okay. More questions. So now that we're coming out of Christmas. kind of a crazy two years, yeah. did you see quite a big influx and in homeless and yes. mindsets. Talk to me a little bit about what transpired when COVID hit and what happened. Um, there was a lot more people on the streets. Mm-hmm. The mindset wasn't much different for those folks. They're just trying to survive. Uh, and, and that's what they always do. They're always just trying to survive. And again, I'm not trying to, uh, I'm not trying to change their life. I'm mm-hmm. not trying to find them a job. I'm, I'm just making today a little better than yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there, there's a, there was about, Five years ago, I think the number for just Tarrant and Dallas County alone was about 7,500 homeless folks. And I know that that went up mm-hmm. during COVID. Well, we, I had taken the kids down to the Holocaust Museum uh, last month-ish or so. And being in that area, it was quite a few more homeless. Yeah. Uh, it was a lot. It was a lot. And the thing was, it's, you know, I... We live in a bubble, right? Trophy Club's yep. similar. Alan, I mean. Rainbows and unicorns. Oh, for yeah. sure. And the kids are not really exposed. I mean, you see maybe a stray, random, homeless person kind of making their way through. And then, the you know, the police politely Arrest get them. them. Yeah, <laughs> politely get them out of there. But, um, you know, I bring the kids down there so they can be exposed to that. And we do the McQueen Foundation. We serve the meals. And, and the kids need to see that. But with that being said... I've never had an issue where I felt threatened. No. The homeless didn't no, run up on no, the kids. They're no. not being disrespectful. Um, We've never had one issue. And you know, granted, again, mm-hmm. I'm 6'4", 290 mm-hmm. pounds, so I don't expect to have a lot of issues. But I take my kids and I take it, everybody's kids. I For the toy drive, mm-hmm. please bring your children. Yeah. I will let you them really get, can. I will let them, because of my bad back now, I let them get in the truck and hand everything mm-hmm. out. I just walk around mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. and yeah. take pictures. Yeah. Um, I want, we have two entire baseball teams that come and hand stuff out every year. They do the, they also help with the, the uh, sleeping bag drive every year. I've got cheer gyms that come and, and mm-hmm. help out. Um, uh, it, I want, kids to see what's it's going important on. and and it's also something where you may have a uh, a population of parents that 
maybe don't understand why their kids need to see that or maybe they're scared or nervous or don't want to put their babies in front of those kind of people. And, and it needs to be said that that's you're doing your kids a vast disservice you by for, keeping them. From I, that. I would have to give Chris Bailey credit for my oh, kids being generous and open minded and kind. Well, yeah. and a couple of things. First off, this is a pretty blanket statement, but homeless folks are not known for being violent. No. Okay? Um, that's just not their, their, their demeanor. That's not what they do. No. Uh, and I've never had a problem. The, the only time I've ever come close to any problem whatsoever, um, I was down handing out tacos and a homeless guy walks up and he was obviously mentally ill and he started saying, he's like, y'all don't eat that food. He's, he's, that's the man and he's here to kill us. That food's poison. He's from the government. I mean, we hear and, that. Yeah. But you know, what's really cool is the rest of the folks that I was handing food out, they literally made a giant circle around me and told him to to Yes, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, we're going to take, you're going to tell us more stories. So we're going to take a minute to kind of um, take a a break because this is exciting. Just an exciting thing to do. So we'll be back in just... We'll be yeah, back well, let's second. go ahead oh. and oh, I want to right. remind people of Chris Bailey's yeah, Facebook page. Oh, yeah. Everybody love everybody. You've yes. got to join the group. You've got to be an active member. Uh, we're not just sitting there just posting happy thoughts. We're and getting this, out and doing something about it's it. it's not a group where you're paying money. Right. No, but occasionally Chris will put out an Amazon wish list for socks or sleeping, sleeping bags, bags. And that's something diapers. that you can do that I promise you gets actually donated mm-hmm. there's no administration fees or Great. anything because there's no money here. well if you join so, the group you'll see yes you'll see this stuff going to the people that, yes. that end up with it too. you it, don't need sleeping bags what yourself. does it take to join the group mr you just click a button click yep. a button you, you just, just click, click join. i already joined and then also and check I also out our joined you alexander check out our facebook page alexander and friends 660 also our website alexander and you can see all of our previous episodes via podcast on any podcast podcast platform i'm billy tatum with structured foundation repairs we have courtney here today courtney hello what do you do for a living what do you do for a living do you do you know i I do lots of things it's It's a little bit of this and a little bit of that no i i work for integrity personal insurance i'm an agent i do property and casualty mainly home and auto but I dabble in a little commercial here and there oh and i'm also an adjuster i adjust for what do i just independent auto insurance oh i thought you were like oh, adjusting bags or gig. something like that it yeah. is i know that gig my brother it's, was offered that from a guy and yeah. yeah and so i'm working two jobs and i'm here and doing the single mom thing and you know just staying busy any dating lately Any dates or i've got i know i'm getting <laughs> i'm running out of hours in the day for if you've dated things. courtney in the past <laughs> Look, you were all call. duds yeah all duds. by the way i do want to say happy birthday to v v was one of our co-hosts yes. and she was just turned 21 i understand something like that so happy birthday v we love you mm-hmm. and right. uh, you, well, do you remember v I do remember V. Yes. It was a yes. long time ago. Yeah, yeah, mm. but we always think about her. Yes. So. No, yeah. well, well, we're excited to have an amazing gentleman here who has really done so much for the community in Fort Worth or Tarrant County, and we're excited to hear yeah. his stories. He's got and, more stories. And Chris right? mentioned something during our break that, that made me have to ask, what the heck do all the UPS drivers and Amazon people <laughs> they, don't think of you? There's multiple trucks at our house at the same time sometimes. Oh, my gosh. Uh, well, During the sleeping bag drive, we'll get... There, there'll be days where we'll get 200 boxes off of one truck and each box may have four sleep, could have four sleeping bags, anywhere from one to four sleeping bags in it. 
Um, it's, it's a lot of work. The sleeping bag drives a lot of work because we, every sleeping bag comes in a Coleman sleeping bag box inside of an Amazon box. So we have to break all those down. I'm very fortunate uh, now to be able. I have I have a lot of help now from the uh, the uh, Rollins Tigers baseball team in Justin, Texas. <laughs> Would it be something where have you tried to reach out to Coleman to see if they can do bulk you know, packaging? That, that, gets, have time. that gets suggested a lot. The, the uh, I've, people ask me if, to to try to get a, a deal from mm-hmm. Coleman, but I'm not a I'm not a nonprofit. And I'm sure that they. Mm-hmm. Would, I'm sure they're real nice people there, but they're looking for write offs. Sure, that makes sense. And then, what do you do with all the boxes? Uh, I post post them for people to come get them for free, uh, or the Rollins Tigers facility uh, where we're having them delivered now is right next door to a recycling perfect place. Perfect. Awesome. That is wonderful. So uh, every day, as you when you get your inventory and all that. How, how do you keep the list of the people that actually donated to you? Do you get in touch with them and say thank you? I try. Or it's, send them a note or something? I try. Uh, Amazon is so-so at putting the little tag in the box that says who it came from. Sometimes they put it in there and sometimes they don't. So sometimes I don't know who it came from. And when we start getting 200 boxes a day, I get okay. overwhelmed. I just I go on my on all of my Facebook pages, my my trophy club pages, and everybody love everybody, and just give a general thank you mm-hmm. to, to everyone that's donated. It's hard to keep up, especially when you're getting 2,000 sleeping bags. Yeah. So, so tell can. us about how what Amazon does. You keep saying oh, Amazon. I want to so, I want to yes. tell you an Amazon story. Yes, tell actually. us a story. So I was standing out in my driveway with all these boxes, and a truck shows up. And this nice, nice lady gets off the Amazon truck and she says, I got 93 more boxes for you. Said, okay. <laughs> and she's, she wills them all up, uh, wills them all up into my driveway while I'm unboxing uh, the, the 50 that showed up on the truck before her. And she unloads them all and she gets in her truck and she drives off. And just a couple of minutes later, I see her come back. And I thought maybe she had another box that she didn't see or something that shifted didn't. Uh, she gets off the truck and I said, did you forget something? And she said, no, I just, I, I was, uh, I, I, I called one of the other delivery drivers and said, man, you won't believe this. I just dropped off, uh, you know, 93 boxes, of, uh, 93, but she didn't know what it was. She says, I just dropped off 93 boxes at this one house in trophy club. And the guy goes, oh yeah, I was there this morning. I delivered 50 of them. Those are all sleeping bags for the homeless. Okay. My question is, oh, he's got well, to finish. On, he's got finish. Uh, so so she and and uh, she goes i just wanted to come by and, and she had tears in her eyes she says i just wanted to come by and tell you you know that i think it's awesome and tell you thank you um i stay in the shelter myself oh my god as an amazon driver she said uh, i stay in the am i stay in the i stay in the shelter myself and if she goes i stay in the shelter if i get off work and get back to the shelter in time to get in if i don't i sleep in my car maybe i'll get one of these sleeping bags uh, maybe maybe I'll be lucky enough to get one of these sleeping bags. I said, here, why don't you just go ahead and take one with you right now? Right now. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so so mean- I, got a, I got a real nice nice hug uh, from her. So and, what, and just, where is she now? Do you yeah. ever keep up with her? I don't know. Oh, no. no. I would love to keep up with that one. Yeah, I wish I, I wish I would have. I didn't. And you that, just don't know. You, know, you just don't know about Sometimes people. I don't want to intrude. Either. Just, I don't, yeah. don't want to say, hey, give me your phone number so I can keep up with you. You know, they're... they're yeah, private. She life, would have offered personal, or asked probably. more. I would yeah. have been all up in the I'm business. I'm sure, but it was just a it was just a neat story. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, awesome. That's a very neat was, story. My awesome. question, I want to go back here, is Amazon. So you're saying somebody sent you? How do uh, you, the, 
who sent you all this? So I post an Amazon wish list. Oh, they, <clears> so, on, oh tell us that story because an Amazon wish list know about, is, I never heard of that. An Amazon wish list list is like a gift registry where you go you go to Target and someone has, has registered for all these oh, gifts. Okay. Okay. Well, I go onto Amazon and register for the things that we need, uh-huh. and then I post the link to the Amazon wish list on my page, the Everybody Love Everybody page, the Trophy Club page, you know, uh-huh. all the groups that I, I, see, I can. Okay. Never heard and, of it. And people, you can click on that. And buy as much or as little as you want to, and you're done. It ships straight to me, and I do. You, I always tell people, so you buy, I fly. You buy it, I'll deliver it. Uh, Amazing! Yeah. I had no idea it's, that was. It's, it's, I go everything through a Jewish community. It's pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. Yeah. It's a great way to to raise uh, collect things. Do they require need. you to have a Bible one no. C or anything of the kind now? No. Okay. You can do. I can send you my tummy tuck wish list. And if you want to purchase something <laughs> off of that, send it to our, our, our Jewish family services. Put it in our group chat. I want to look at that list. Actually. We get a lot of people on the on the uh, Everybody Love Everybody group that are collecting uh, school supplies for their kids. You know, the teachers that, that collect school supplies for kids in, in uh, underserved communities. Uh, Amazon wish list is great for things like that. All I got to say is I love America for all this wonderful freedoms to do all these things. Right Right now, right now we're collecting um, eggs and candy. We're doing an Easter egg hunt at the same complex that we do the where we deliver toys. Uh, So far, we've got 10,000 Easter eggs. Wow. They'll all be they'll all be stuffed with candy. I hope you have volunteers. I do. I have have lots of high school students that need that need service hours. That's right. Very good. That's that's a great idea right there. Yes. I've got a daughter that's in high school. Very good. Very Um, good. And anyway, so we're we're going to be hiding Easter eggs on the April the 16th, Saturday, the day before Easter. And these kids I found out at Christmas time that these kids have never had an Easter egg hunt. That's almost as good as Christmas for me. When I was a kid, I was excited on Easter morning. Fun, yeah, absolutely. So, um, some of the. So, let me ask you a question. So, this. uh, So, when you go to the, um, do you go to the Salvation Army thing for the holidays for Christmas and stuff like that, and and partner with them to do some of this? I go. I give a lot of. I donate a lot of the sleeping bags to the Salvation Army, Mm -hmm. and they hand them out to the people that need them. Okay. Uh, I found out this uh, this last January. I was handing out. I was giving out sleeping bags to the Salvation Army up in Denton, Mm -hmm. and they. I didn't know this. They hand out. Hot meals every Absolutely. single night at yes, 5.30. Every night. Yes, they do. Um, that's awesome. And I'm sure the other ones, the other Salvation uh, Armies do 90% do of them similar. do that, yes. And uh, they have the biggest one is downtown Dallas on Harry Hines. And they yes, come I've, in. I've and, been yeah. there. I've, I've yeah. taken sleeping yeah. bags there. You also have, you've served there, I think it's the soup, the uh, soup pot, which we serve. This is, I don't know when you're saying about this, because there's so many organizations here we have. Breakfast in the morning, we have lunch in the evening, for noon, they can go to lunch, they can go to dinner at six o'clock, because you've got Salvation Army, Mentor Christ, all this organization, so I was wondering if they don't eat. Here in Dallas, they don't let you pass food out. Okay, yeah. So you, you know, you cannot do that, yeah, because there were so many issues. Well, I think some of the issues was some, if if they get sick, they could come back to stuff like that. I've been, I've been stopped one time in Fort Worth, down on Lancaster, and the the police officer told me he handed me a little flyer that they handed people. He was very polite, but he said, "You know, this is littering. You're you're littering." Yes. And, uh, because I was handing out tacos that come in a paper wrapper. Yeah. And I said, "Well, technically, I'm not littering. I'm giving it to them. And if they litter, that's on them." But okay. Um, 
Yeah, here uh, is very straight. Honestly, yeah. that didn't that doesn't stop me though. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that would stop me. That doesn't sound now. They're, now they're giving them tents, so there's tents. There's tent city everywhere now where you turn around. <laughs> and tent, just... the tent cities are that's a tough one. That, those places are pretty dirty. And, that, and, go down yeah, to Carroll. Go down in Farmer Springs. Webb's Chapel is six thirty-five. Yes, yeah. it's absolutely. I just drove by it yesterday, and it seems like it's getting worse. And they don't clean up after them, and you know, that's what bothers me because I like uh, yeah. I I feel this way. It's not. There's nothing wrong with being poor. On the contrary, it's very good because you learn from your mistakes. But it is wrong when you leave all the trash behind, and we have to go pick it up yeah. and everything. And they, you know, they don't, call. Don't so lose don't, your dignity. Yeah, don't lose your dignity <laughs> by that. But yeah. but the main thing is, it's so exciting that you're here and that you have been able to do this and you have accomplished it with your family. And I understand your wife is running for office. She is. She's running for city council and trophy club. And we only give her name and her phone number so they can give her donations. Um, sure. Her name is Wendy Bailey. And that's Wendy with an I E Wendy W E N D I E Bailey. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is running for city council and trophy club. She's also a real estate agent. Her phone number is 817-715-0196. And she is actually having a meet the candidate um, get together uh, this weekend. Very good. And where is that going to be? That is at the Aloft Hotel and Trophy Club. Yeah. Any other uh, items for the day? No. Uh, no. Corny? No. I think we're good. We've, well, we got three yeah, minutes. We've covered a lot. Yeah. Um, so upcoming, what do we have looking forward? Yeah. Oh, you know what? Next week we have Roy Ponder back. Yeah. Ponder on weather. He's been working like a fool these last few weeks oh, with bet. all the storms and hail and tornadoes. He uh, was amazing. Oh, here comes Michael, our producer. Uh, yeah, I was watching him live. How'd it go? It was awesome. He was good. He was he was getting fed by his wife. Was this <laughs> the banana? Was, while he was live. I heard about the banana story. No, this he, is not. He ate banana a banana oh, no, I gotta look on that up. the camera. On camera. Did not break the banana apart. He ate the banana. Peel? Just, yes, and... I got many texts wow. about it. <laughs> wow. What? I need to tell him about this. That's bizarre. But no, I was just watching during the tornadoes the other night when uh, he was on live doing his, I don't know how many he had between Facebook and YouTube, but thousands of people were watching him at the same time I was. And he was uh, he was doing a great job of keeping up on top of the, all those mm-hmm. different uh, announcements that were coming up. Yeah. It's we're, like it's like your own personal uh, weather uh Weather.com or uh, was it the Weather Channel? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's a one man Weather Channel, right? And, he's great, and he can he can personalize it for you because he's he's not serving the entire country at the same time. Really, he's serving each individual person. And it's more our area always is primary, just because this is his home base. So. Sure, yeah, he was getting hailed on while he was doing the, mm-hmm. the broadcast. That was pretty crazy. Yeah, we were in so, the bathtub listening to him. Where was everybody at the other day? Was that Tuesday or Monday or? Yeah, it was on Monday. Where was everybody at when all that was happening? Uh, well, I, I started walking the dog, and then the sirens went off, and I was on the phone with one of my kids, and they're like, uh, you need to turn around. I'm like, oh, it's fine, you know, like yeah. that person. I was driving on 35. I know. That, you that, said that you I were... I was in... right in the middle, and the police officer started telling us of the highway. They, we went to, um, I went to Nebraska Furniture and parked in the highway, in the parking lot there. So. Yeah. And you were in the airport. I was at the airport. That's a loud one. And where That's were you, crazy. Mr. Chris Bailey? Honestly, I was in an AA meeting. <laughs> Very good. I have 28 years of sobriety. That's yes, sir. Awesome. Oh, congratulations. Yes. And you don't Very go there good. for you anymore. You go there to help, oh, right? Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Well, congratulations. That is a, that's a honor. Yes. We're right. listening to Alexander Friend 660, The Answer. Be sure to go to Alexander Friend 660 on Facebook or alexanderandfriends.com. And we'd love to have you advertise with Alexander and Friends and come on board. Thank you, Michael for being such an amazing um, producer because you really are.
Have a good evening and see you next Saturday night. Hey, soy José Guillén, dueño de All House Barbecue y patrocinamos el show de Alejandra y Friends. Nuestros dos lugares están en Carrollton y Louisville. Nuestra página web es allhousebarbecue.com. Vengan a vernos. You've been listening to Alexandra and Friends, the podcast. Reach out to us on Facebook at Alexandra and Friends or write us an email, alexandraandfriends660 at gmail.com. Be sure to mark us as one of your favorite podcasts so you never miss an episode.